Welcome, those of you that like sports. This is What's Up Doc, episode 32. Uh, week three of the NFL season is mostly done. Uh, we are recording this on Monday. We're actually recording uh, today's episode and Thursday's episode today. So we won't know the results of this Monday night game or what our total record is until uh, later on. But JM has had quite the week. Uh, Dan had a good week. I had another bad week, but my picks are fun, and that's what I'm going to stick with. Uh, but how are you guys feeling? I'm great. Let me just say that I am 11 and 3 on the week, which I'm very proud of. But not only that, we got to watch a Steeler win, and they looked like a professional football team um, for for times for spurts. So I'm very excited. I think it was a great week. The only three games that I've lost so far uh, have been the major upsets of this week, which we can talk about. A lot of teams probably lost in their survivor pools. You had the Cowboys getting upset by the Cardinals. They were 12 and a half point favorites. Uh, you had the Ravens losing at home to the Indianapolis Colts and backup quarterback Gardner Minshew. And then you had Houston Texans going into Jacksonville and beating the Jags with a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. So three kind of, I mean, those are the only three games that I've lost. So I feel great. Uh, tonight I have the Eagles and I have the Rams to win. Uh, even with Joe Burrow out there playing. So we'll see how those results are. But uh, overall, very good week. My fantasy team stink, but (laughs) whatever. Yeah. Dan, how are you feeling? I couldn't be more proud of myself for picking the Raiders last night. Um, If there's one thing I know to be true, I got really lucky with the Browns game, you know. Um, But here's the deal. I should have gone to bed when we were up 23-7. to I looked at Nicole. So this would be a great time to go to bed. If we lose, I didn't watch it. And then I stayed up just for a little bit too long and ended up being a nail biter all the way down the stretch. <laughs> Hats off to the offense for having one decent drive. They got Muth involved. I am encouraged, a little scared that our next game is against the Texans after they put up that showing. Maybe they've got the AFC North's number. Who knows? Um, but look, football's back. We got a great game tonight in the Bucks and the Eagles. And then, obviously, the Bengals and the Rams as well. Sounds like Joe Burrow is going to give it a go. Um, so we couldn't be in better hands, honestly. I'm excited to talk these games um, to see how, you know, if we can talk Nick off the edge of the cliff, ready to oh, jump no. into the abyss that is the Miami Dolphins. Oh, I'm already in it. There's, I've been <laughs> in it for so long. It, there's no – this is the most excited I've ever been about a Dolphins team. So, so take um, us through that. How does it feel <laughs> to have a team that put up 70 points? I'm just first I'm off, very curious. First off, let me just say – I, don't, I didn't think this day would ever come, if I'm being honest. I've been a fan of the Dolphins for 26 years. I'm 26 my entire life. There are baby photos of me as a Dolphins fan. And you talk about the night being dark. Man, the, there have been there have been like two good seasons in pretty much my entire life for the Dolphins. And to see a team score 70, I wanted them, I wanted them to kick that field goal so bad. Um, not just, I understand the class part of you shouldn't kick the field goal, but Sean Payton a year ago said that Tua was going to get replaced by Teddy Bridgewater because of poor performance. And for him to go out and have the game that he did against Sean Payton, like icing on the cake would have just been to kick that field goal and set the record. Um, but yeah, I, I've never been happier. There's no talking me off this. I'm full in. I know they're going to find a way to disappoint me. Uh, it's kind of like what Stephen A says about the Cowboys, but uh, I'm trying to, heart, to to hold off that, that belief that something's going to go wrong. Uh, as far as my picks go, it is what it is. I'm seven and seven this week. You know, maybe I'll split again and go eight and eight. Dan, you're eight and six. JM, like you said, you're 11 and three. So JM had quite the week. 
we're all going to have good weeks and bad weeks and I'm still about 500. So that, you know, I'm hanging around there. Um, but maybe I won't take as many frisky teams this week. We'll see. Uh, either way. Uh, yeah, I feel good. I'm excited. I'm ready to talk these games. Let's get into it. All right, we're here and we're here to recap our picks and we cap recap week three. Uh, you know, starting with Thursday night, 49ers, Giants, 49ers win 30-12. We all took the 49ers. John Mike, anything you have to say about that game? Yeah, yeah I mean, nothing really to say besides, you know, each week that we watch, uh, I think we see Brock Purdy look more and more like the guy. Like, he is a perfect fit for this offense. He passes for 250, 300 yards and two touchdowns pretty much every game he goes out there. He doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't turn the ball over. They've got weapons all over the place. Uh, Ayuk didn't play, but it didn't matter. Uh, Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey all stepped up. Even Elijah Mitchell looked great. So yeah, San Francisco. Or yeah, what? Uh, San Francisco uh, 49ers are are a really good team. Uh, next two weeks they have the Cardinals, and then they play the Dallas Cowboys. So a fun couple of weeks coming up for the for the Niners, uh, and that should be a good time. Oh, the frisky Cardinals. Dan, anything you want to add to that or no? No, I mean, it was, I think my one big uh, take on the 49ers is to keep Christian McCaffrey healthy. They got Elijah Mitchell involved, split carries. He got about a third of the carries from the box score, which I think is good if, if you're a 49ers fan. But look, Daniel Jones is trash. The Giants are dead. Um, it's a bummer, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, they're just they're just not good. So it is what it is. I tried to warn you guys. It's okay. I think you see it now. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Uh, Lions and Falcons. The Lions pulled out this game 20 to 6. Are the Falcons the F word? I don't know. I think maybe they are. Uh, but I, I'm interested to see, Dan, you go ahead and start this one. How do you feel about this this game? Yeah, you did I don't take feel, the Falcons. Yeah, I couldn't remember if I did. I, I was pretty sure I did. I don't feel great, obviously. I They are an F word in the fact that they are the Falcons. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> I think it's too early to say if they're frauds or not. Um, but yeah, no, tough game for them. There were a couple teams that I thought were frisky kind of, you know, after two weeks. Oh, another and I don't know if it's the regression to the mean. Um, obviously, the Lions had a big chip on their shoulder after losing at home already. So I think it's a good bounce back game for them. They looked sharp. And yeah, Desmond Ritter didn't look great. They didn't really get Bijan involved. Um, so tough if you're a Falcons fan. But I think in an NFC South, you know, we'll see how the how the Bucks do tonight. But you know, lots of, lots of room for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. It was the one that that's pretty much how I felt about the Falcons though, is they have this great running back and then they didn't utilize him well, I feel like. And it's just, I don't know what it is about the Falcons, but they have these offensive weapons and it just feels like they don't know how to properly utilize them. They could use a coach like Mike McDaniels. I feel like, let Um, me tell you, let me tell you. Yeah. Jam. Bijan Robinson is phenomenal. He's a great player. But when you're one-dimensional, and after a couple of weeks, these are uh, defensive professionals who know what's coming and know what to stop. Like Once they have some film on these guys, it makes it 10 times harder, especially when you're so one-dimensional, and that's what the Falcons are. Desmond Ritter cannot pass the ball. He's like Justin Fields, You just except not as athletic. You just make him pass, uh, and that's what teams are going to start to do, and that's why I think the Falcons are frauds. Uh, yeah. Good for the Lions. Good win for them. Two and one. I still think they win that division. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next game, Chargers-Vikings. Uh, the Chargers eked out a win uh, against Minnesota. Uh, JM, how do you feel? Oh, thank you for letting me start. 
this is what I want to tell you. Like, Nick, this is the perfect game to prove what I've been telling you about Justin Herbert. 400 yards, three touchdowns, like almost a perfect passer rating. I mean, he he is over 85% passing, didn't have Austin Eckler. Mike Williams is now out with a torn ACL, and they still almost lose the game. There, I mean, he could, they probably should have lost the game, and there's nothing else he could have done. I mean, they, Brandon Staley went for a fourth down at their own 25 with like less than two minutes to go when the Vikings had no timeouts. So the Vikings should have won that game. He doesn't believe in their defense. Like, Staley doesn't believe in their defense, or else he would have punted there. And he's the defensive coach. He's calling the plays. He stinks. He stinks. He stinks. He stinks. Poor Justin Herbert. Like, it's sad that Justin Herbert has to uh, complete 85% of his balls, pass for 400 yards and three touchdowns, and still maybe not win the game. That's brutal. Yeah, I mean, he had a good game. I, you know, the Dolphins have a better quarterback, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, oh my dude, this isn't. I'm, listen, get off the get off the the Dolphins are the better team. Okay, let's let's. Two is the better quarterback. Here. Let's be honest. Justin Herbert cannot function in the offense that two is running, and, and that's Tua the truth. And Tua couldn't function in the offense Justin Herbert's running. I don't so know about that. He's always had better weapons than Tua. Let's call it <laughs> until now. And let's let's call a spade a spade. They're two different quarterbacks. They're in two different systems. They do things well. They don't do things well. Herbert's more durable. This isn't a Tua versus Herbert thing. This is you admitting that Herbert is a great quarterback. Yes, he had a good game. Now okay. let's see him string it along. That's that's what I'm going to say. All right, yes, he had a good game against a defense that you've ripped a lot in Minnesota. So is it really that impressive of a game when we've seen teams put up these crazy passing numbers against the Minnesota it's Vikings? Not so much, it's not so much that it's impressive. I'm trying to get the point across to you that he played an almost perfect game and his team almost lost because his team is that futile. Like, he, he doesn't have help. He, he's he got injuries all around him. His I mean, he's got help. Yes, it's unfortunate what happened to Mike Williams, but to act like Mike Williams wasn't there, or Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen didn't catch eighteen balls for two hundred and fifteen yards. I mean, like, but yeah, he, yeah, he, you can't he, say he doesn't have good weapons. That's who he, does. he has to go to. Josh Kelly has been like a box of chocolates in the sure. backfield. He doesn't do and, anything. He just yeah, sits there. That's fair. And, but their running backs hurt. But you can't act like they don't have weapons. Go ahead, Dan. I think the issue that I would want to bring up to you isn't the fact. I don't think you've ever said that that he's a bad quarterback. I think what I wanted to bring up is that you said that he, that Justin Herbert is the problem more than Brandon Staley is the problem. And I think this is to, to JM's point. I think this is a game where you can say it's not a Justin Herbert problem. It's fully a head coaching problem. And I, I mean, they got lucky to get by. I mean, granted, yes, there was one you know, the, the I think the last touchdown that they scored or one of them before should the have been picked conversion. off. It should have been. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like it wasn't, that, uh... um, yeah, that, but still, I mean, it's I don't know. I, I think if we're to point fingers here, it's not as much at Justin Herbert. Um, it's more so at coaching. I don't know how Brandon Staley saw as a job. I mean, if they lost, I assume he would have gotten fired and he got lucky. I don't know if they just don't they don't care. They just don't care. Yeah. 
look, I it's yeah. not so much that I don't I I do believe and I do agree with you guys. Like Brandon Staley is a bigger problem, but I just don't like that Justin Herbert just got a pass to none of it being his fault. And the reason is he, they are in these games, these late game situations, and they have a chance to win, and he's not able to pull it through. Now, this week he did, but also he got pretty lucky because really that should have been picked off that touchdown that he threw at the end to put them in the to give them the lead. And I mean, but I do so, want to I do want to say Nick like after three weeks of this year, mm-hmm. like don't forget about week one. Like without a spectacular two throws from Tua, like I'll give him his flowers. Without a spectacular two throws from Tua, they beat you guys. So you know what I mean? Like yeah, but they also they also got the ball back with a minute fifteen or minute twenty, whatever it was, with an opportunity to drive down the field, and he couldn't. He went intentional grounding into a sack into a decent, but not really a great 10 yard pass. And then a sack again. And so like the, his opportunity to say, no, I can do this and I can put this team on my back. He didn't. And so I'm just saying that was his chance. Really the biggest thing was throwing that intentional grounding that killed that drive from the start. And so that's where I'm just saying like, he deserves some of the blame for that loss against Miami because he had the chance. And if he just throws the ball away properly in that situation, then they don't get the intentional grounding. And then they're just in a second and 10, not a a second and 20 or whatever it is. And then you get sacked and then it just like, it just snowballs from there. And so I just, I'm just trying to say that you can blame Brandon Staley, but let's not just give Justin Herbert a pass just because he has a bad coach. Okay. Because part of it has to be on him too. I'm not giving a pass. He, he tossed for 85%, 400 yards. Yeah, no. And I'm saying he played well this week and I'm understanding what you're saying, but I'm just saying, I don't, I, when they lose, I don't want it to just be, Oh, it's all Brandon Staley because it's not. And again, they probably, you know, if that ball gets picked off by that corner in Minnesota, they probably lose that game. And then you're going to say, well, it was all Brandon Staley. But in when the moment was biggest, Justin Herbert threw a pick and that's what it would have. That's what it should have been. So I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to keep, a real, I think the Chargers might have just paid him a little bit too soon is all, but we'll see. Uh, let's just move on because we could spend more time probably talking about this. Packers Saints. Uh, I'll I'll talk about this one. I don't understand how the Packers won. Uh, the Saints. I yeah, I just don't know how they how they lost this game. They were winning until like four minutes left. They're up two touchdowns, and then somehow I looked at the score and the Packers won the game, and I was sad because um, I took the Saints and you both took the Packers, but. That's what happens. Anything you guys want to add about this game? Uh, no, I, think <laughs> I, I, I don't know who's going to win the NFC South. I, I just don't. I don't see any team like the <laughs> yeah. NFC South and winning it. It's going to be a division finish like last year, where all the teams are like eight and nine, seven and ten, and it's like, okay, well, who's going to win the last three games of the year and win this division? You know, yeah, what I mean? for sure. Yeah, I agree with that take. I would say my one takeaway is I think just our Jordan Love had one good quarter in the fourth quarter. The first three, I, I'm just not really sold on him yet. I think I really want him to do well. I want to think that he's a good quarterback, but you know, for three quarters, their offense was pretty non-existent. Obviously, they didn't have Aaron Jones, but I want to see yeah. a little bit more from him moving forward. Yeah, probably my this next one's probably my biggest shock of the weekend. The Texans stunned the Jags 37-17. 
Uh, Dan's shaking his head no. He he knew, but he took Shocker the Jags. Shocker to no one. What did, I say? what did I say? I know I took the Jags. I literally said, it doesn't matter who it is in the AFC South, the Jags are going to lose one of these games at home. You guys were sure they were going to win all three games at home. I told you this was coming. I didn't think it was going to be this week, to be fair. CJ Stroud looked really good. But this is what the Jags do, okay? The Jags are the Jags. I'm not saying that they're not going to be a great team, that Trevor Lawrence isn't the guy, that they're not going to win a playoff game. But this is what they do, and to be crowning them next up in the AFC is absolutely ludicrous even with Doug Peterson as the coach. I told you this was coming. I I wish I had picked the Texans, but I didn't. So I can't really say, oh, look at me. I'm so smart. But I said it. I didn't realize going into the game that the Texans had won nine of their last 10 against the Jags. Like that's a crazy stat to to not know. I mean, to talk about like divisional (laughs) rivalries or whatever, like, I mean, in the AFC North, it's the same. Like the Browns would take one from us and the Browns would be a terrible team. Like it is what happens. But I don't think anyone thought that this game was going to be close. And I think the Jags, honestly, from the letdown and Kansas, you know, at playing at, uh, Kansas City at home to then blowing this game at home. I mean, if you're a Jags fan, Picho, I would be concerned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Jam, anything you want to add or can we move on? Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the it's unfortunate. I think the Jags are going to be fine, but that's all I have to really say. The Jags... The Jags' defense isn't very good. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, they're not. And, yeah, I, I think it's sad. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, the Jags going to win the division. I mean, last no problem. They're going to get first place. They could get number one seed in the whole AFC. I was even on that bandwagon for a little bit. I was like, yeah, you know what? Their schedule's not that bad. They're in a great division. Yeah, have an up-and-coming quarterback, and then they do stuff like that. And it's just – Poverty franchises will be poverty franchises. They just they just do what they do. Uh, they don't take it. They just do this kind of stuff. It's sad. Oh, man. That's fair. I, I will say, I'll push back a little on the defense sucks. I mean, they held Patrick Mahomes to 17 points. They had four turnovers last week. Like, they did their job last week, and the offense was the one that didn't perform. I just think I think they're going to be fine. They're just putting things together. But Also, you know what a crazy stat is? What? Calvin Ridley had like over 90 yards receiving in the first half uh, of his career as a Jacksonville Jaguar. And over the last 10 quarters, he's had 80 yards receiving. Wow. Wow. That is kind of crazy. Well, I'm sure they'll figure it out. But Dan, you you did say this next game, you talked about crowning a team too early. Um, yeah, I'm going to crown this team the best team in the AFC. We're talking Dolphins Broncos. Dolphins won 70 to 20. That's right. 70 points. Uh Second most, third most, depending on how you look at it in NFL history. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a ton to say. I mean, we look great. The measuring stick is next week or this coming week against Buffalo. Uh, I think that's going to be a good test. But this offense looks unstoppable. I don't really know what you do against all the motion. Uh, it almost feels unfair to let these guys who run crazy for 40, you know, uh, whatever it's called. I can't even think about it. 40 yard dashes. Uh, get almost like a running start into their play. It almost feels like the Canadian Football League. But uh, yeah, this team, I just as long, again, the caveat is to his health, and I'm not going to predict he gets hurt. Um, but man, they just look so good. The defense looked great. The the rookie running back, a chain, uh, looked great too. The, just everything about this team is exciting. Yeah, the Dolphins are really, really good. Uh, you should be excited. Now, 
this week is going to tell us a lot. They're playing in Buffalo. You know, the, the first three teams that they've played this year have a combined two wins. And one of them, one of the wins was against the New York Jets, who are horrible. That, I mean, that's, that's New England's only win. Uh, and the other win was... Against Minnesota. Yeah, against Minnesota with the Chargers this week, a game that they could have lost. So, you know, they haven't had, you know, a crazy schedule. They play a lot of good teams coming up. So um, I'm excited to see if they're for real. Um, obviously, they're not going to be able to put up 70 points a game, but teams playing the Dolphins Maybe. have to be able to... Sc- see, this is where you <laughs> and you get unfun to be with. Listen, oh, teams that play the Dolphins are going to have to plan to score at least 30 points if they if they want to have a chance to be in the game. So uh, they're going to be track meets. Teams are going to have to uh, try to get stops. I mean, it seems like if they try to stop the run, uh, the pass is wide open. And if teams try to take things away from the pass, the run is wide open. So yeah. it's yeah, and. You know, I didn't even think about it, but they put up 70 points and they didn't even have their second best receiver in Jalen Waddle available, which just is insane to think that this offense is just runs so well, uh, even without their second best receiver. Dan, anything you want to say or should we just nothing to add? I was incredibly wrong about the Broncos. The Broncos (laughs) are an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah. So did you see the interview with that the the guy? I don't know what position he plays, but he was on defense, and they asked uh, him like how it felt. Offensive tackle. I think the bowl yeah. guy, the guy who I've been here I, eight years. And yeah, I, that was so funny, I man. Really, it was so funny. I feel so bad for Broncos fans. I mean, they won a Super Bowl not too long ago, but man, <laughs> they're so bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, they are. Ugh. And that rest contract just looks worse and worse. But oh, maybe they. So can, bad. I don't know. Uh, all right, moving on. Browns and Titans. Uh, Jam and I did take the Browns in this game. They won twenty-seven to three. Pretty convincing win. I don't have a ton. I mean, uh, I think the Browns are going to be a good team. Jam was kind of talking about it. I think before we started recording, like they could be the best team in the AFC North as long as Deshaun Watson doesn't like play like an egg and play, you know, play decent and throw the ball to Amari Cooper. Um, but I, you know, I. I think more of the Titans, I, I think they're just kind of in this quarterback lingo, I, limbo. I feel like they should just give Will Levis a chance, see what he is. And if he's not good, then draft the quarterback again this year, honestly. Because um, it feels like there's a lot – the quarterback class this year is so good coming out of college football that it would be a shame to, you know, have a high pick and waste and not take an opportunity to get this, this guy. Um, but, yeah. I'm telling you, the Browns are a problem. The Browns are a problem for the AFC because Derrick Henry had 11 carries for 20 yards. Like, yeah. like when you can shut down uh, a whole part of an offense like that, I mean, that's scary. And, and their linebackers, their defensive backs, they're good. And so really Deshaun Watson, he just needs to manage the game. He doesn't need to go out there and win any games. He just needs to go out and not turn the ball over. I mean, without four turnovers against the Steelers, they're 3-0, and like easily. Uh, you know, they had two turnovers for touchdowns. That's the only reason the Steelers win that game. So, yeah, the Browns are, uh, are scary and look like one of the better teams in the league through three weeks. Yeah. Dan? Yeah, I was wrong about the Titans. Um, 
I think you're right, Nick. Honestly, I don't know how much worse Will Levis could be. I mean, granted, they don't. I mean, D Hop's kind of old. We've seen that. He has doesn't look the same. Traylon Burks, who you know came into this year with a lot of hype, um, hasn't really done anything much. Um, and yeah, shutting down Derrick Henry, the Browns are a problem. I agree. So I mean, I don't, I don't think they will turn the keys over yet. I think it'll take a couple more losses and bad ones at that, um, because they are in the AFC South, um, and I don't think the Jags are all that. So I mean, maybe there's a chance, but man, that that was a that was pretty that was a bummer. I thought that um, you know a team coached by Vrabel would you know, maybe solve. Yeah. The, just the defense would look better. They didn't look great. Um, the offense looked really stale. So yeah. 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 And miles Garrett, I mean, had himself a game three and a half sacks. He, he caused a false start on his own by just shifting from side to side. Did you guys see that replay where like two, they were trying to send two tight ends, like back and forth trying to, to, to protect. And yeah, it's just that defense is going to be interesting to watch. Uh, all right. Next one. Uh, one of you guys can start. It's Bills Commanders. They won thirty-seven to three. Damn. Yeah. Hand up. I might have been a little bit too high on the on Washington and Sam Howell. Um, I mean, yeah, the Bills are the Bills are the Bills. I I think week one, I, I might have assumed that that would be the trend. Josh Allen is a freak. Um, their defense played unreal, and they made Sam Howell look really really silly. I don't think. I think this is a good come to earth game for Washington. I still think they're a good football team and they needed a tail kicking. I mean, they play, they play Philly next week, um, which I think will be a a real test to see if they're going to, you know, do anything this year. Obviously um, the Philly wins tonight. They're three and oh, that division is really good. Even though the Cowboys, you know, we'll we'll get to the Cowboys, um, but that's a good division. And I thought that the uh, commanders would be sneaky and maybe I was a little bit too high on them. So, yeah, yeah, I'll kind of add the same thing. I, you know, part of the reason I took the commanders because I would like to have seen the Bills lose um, as a Dolphins fan. But yeah, Sam Howell just didn't look good. Four turnovers. There were there were parts of the game where it seemed like the commanders could have been in it, and then those turnovers just killed any chance they There's had. So many, yeah, it was um, bad. And so, yeah, I don't have a ton. JM, anything you want to say? Yeah, I mean, the Bills look really good. I'm so excited for this Dolphins-Bills game next week. (coughs) Like, even though the Bills haven't played great competition the last two weeks in in the Raiders and the Commanders, they've done exactly what they needed to do in those games, right? They've rebounded off the the horrible week one loss uh, really, really well. Uh, Josh Allen hasn't been turning the ball over, um, and the team looks efficient on both sides of the ball. So uh, I think next week's going to be a lot of fun, and, and I'm excited for that. It's such yeah. a shame that they can't flex that game because the Chiefs and the Jets is going to be. I mean, it, you know, before Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, sure that's a great game, but gosh, it's going to be I so agree. bad. So and the Monday night game, the Monday night uh, game next week is bad, dude. It's Bears. It? It's Bears, and uh, I mean, it's the Bears. So well, any game off. with the Bears, is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if not now, then oh, what? Oh, no. Never mind. Never mind. Bears, I see Broncos. Bears, Bears Broncos yeah. is at one. Never mind. Oh, I thought oh, I thought that yeah, was bury uh, that Monday game. Night game. Deep it's in the one, one o'clock slate. Yeah. I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> I thought that was the the Monday night game. All right. Either way, let's move on. Uh, Colts Ravens. Colts shock everyone not having their their quarterback play uh, and beat the Ravens. Uh, we all had the Ravens. I think everyone else, unless you're living in Indianapolis, had the Ravens winning this game. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm shocked. I didn't think that was going to happen, but it's the NFL, and I feel like sometimes there's just weeks like this where a team comes out that 
has no expectations and Gardner Minshew has nothing to lose. Uh, and you know, does just enough. I mean, Zach Moss had 30, 30 carries, holy guacamole, 30 carries for 122 yards, which is crazy. Um, and I feel like the injuries might, you know, I feel the injuries always hurt Baltimore, but maybe this was the week showing like it's going to hurt them again this year. Listen to me. Listen to me. Tried Ravens, to say the Ravens are need to be put on watch. Listen what they're, they go to Cleveland and to Pittsburgh. They're next two. like Lamar might die. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is trouble. Honestly, I know you're serious, but <laughs> this is trouble. Like I don't see the Ravens winning both of those games. Um, if they can win one, I think that they're in good shape. Yeah. Uh, so this is really dangerous if you're a Ravens fan, especially Nick, you had alluded to it. The injuries are mounting, and this has been the story for the Ravens the past couple of years, and it's the story again. They are a great team when they're healthy, but they can't stay healthy offensively or defensively. It's a problem. Um, and, you know, hats off to the Colts. They played well. I love seeing Gardner Minshew uh, succeed. It just seems like a guy who loves football. He's a journeyman, loves the game. Um, and so that was a lot of fun. And, and the Colts are somehow leading the AFC South. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, all right. Patriots Jets. I don't – this game feels – and like put Gardner Minshew on the Jets. I yeah. mean, how much fun would the Jets be with Gardner Minshew? <laughs> like he's he, honestly uh, there. There's a couple of teams you could put him on, and he would immediately make them better. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you could put retired Ben Roethlisberger on the Jets at this point, and they'd be better. Yeah. Um. Oh, poor Greeny. Oh man, the Jets. The Jets stink. That yeah. sucks. All right. Anything else? I like I said, no. I really don't have much. Both these teams, I think, are bad and. Don't have much expectation for them. All right, Panther Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks win 37-27. Uh, kind of continue that momentum from the win against Detroit. The offense looks like it's figured things out. What do you guys have to say about it? I like the Seahawks. I mean, I I don't know if I had them winning the West. Um, probably not because of the Niners, but either way, I mean, I think that they're a good team. They could sneak into a wild card if they continue. Um, the offense is fun. Um, Kenneth Walker looked great. I don't think Lockett really got involved at all. Um, but no, yeah, I, I like the Seahawks. I, I've really liked having Jason Myers on my fantasy team. I can tell you that he scored what, <laughs> like 23 points by himself. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I like the Seahawks. I don't love the Seahawks. Um, I think that they've they've got issues. They're still a young team, um, and so I, I just I just don't think they're super disciplined. I think that I don't know if Geno is the guy to win big games. Um, he's good enough to win these types of games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a guy who can you know take the team, win the division, win a playoff game. Um, so, but they're they're fun to watch for sure. Kenneth Walker, like you had mentioned, he's a he's a great player. Um, two touchdowns and and really a great fantasy player to start the year. And uh, poor Carolina, they're just they're just mediocre. Yeah. So what I I did I miss something was uh was Bryce Young hurt? He was hurt. Yeah. He didn't okay. he didn't play. They they started Andy Dalton from the game. Yeah. I was I, also surprised by that. I looked Andy at the stats and saw Andy Dalton and was like, when did why so. And he's out uh, next week too. 
as okay. a fellow ginger, man, he should never wear that color. Like Andy <laughs> Dalton needs to stay with different color schemes. Not it. It just from the moment that the yeah. game started, it was like, oh, he's gonna get absolutely smoked. Yeah, <laughs> he looked good in that in that uh, Cincy color. I feel like. yeah, d- definitely. The, the orange Go back, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blue is not it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Chiefs Bears. I. The Bears are the Bears. The Chiefs' offense looks like they figured it out. That's all I have to say. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Shut we up. Can- <laughs> we're not doing this. We're not doing this. All right, we're this. not doing it. All right, we're going to move on. Cowboys, Cardinals. Uh- <laughs> Wait, can we just talk about Justin Fields? I think that deserves Oh, yeah, sure, if you want. That's fine. I mean, he is not good. Like, this yeah. is it. This is it. He's done. Like, like, the Bears are drafting a quarterback in the next draft, and Justin Fields is done as an NFL quarterback. He doesn't have it. Yeah, I, yes, I know. You you Dan, you're looking at me as if I have three heads. He doesn't have it. It's these these defenses have figured out how to stop him running the ball and he is not a pocket passer. Yeah. He's not. So, you can't win in the NFL like that. Um, yeah. The the clip after clip that you could find on YouTube of a wide open receiver standing there and Justin Fields just not seeing him. He's just, five. He's five and twenty-three. Is a start. well, yeah, but it's you know he he's just can't. Wild. It feels like he can't process the the field quick enough and kind of see like where is that open guy. I mean, again, I'm sure it's. I'm not trying to say it's easy to do that, but I just feel like when you watch back to the clips, you're like, how do you not see these wide open receivers? Um, I think it was actually a couple weeks ago. They have they had someone wide open on the right side of the field, and he just completely it does like misses it, and so. You know, to your point, they figured out how to stop him running, and so it just turns him into a one-dimensional player, and he can't throw the ball well. Um, and so, yeah, I don't really know if I. It's only three weeks in, and maybe he can turn things around, but I just don't feel like he has enough time to convince people that he should stay the quarterback. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. A legitimate question. Yeah. Now, if you were, if you had to pick a team. Out of these four teams, to have root to cheer for for the last twenty years, who would it be? Ready? Yeah. The Bears, the Lions, the Browns, or the Jets? The Bears, because they were good like ten years ago oh, with Jay been, Cutler. It's been, it's been longer than ten years. I, I well, feel no, like when yeah. they had Jay Cutler, they were fun though. They made a Super Bowl, right? When they had when Brian they Urlacher, in, when they, they played, were fun. Yeah, Devin they played Hester, against. They were fun. They were good. They've been good before. Oh, gosh. I mean, I don't know. You're telling me that I have to endure all of those years as a Cleveland or a Detroit fan. Yeah, that sounds terrible. That's, That's multiple zero and sixteen seasons. Yeah, and the Jets. I don't know. No, I mean, I mean the butt fumble. The, Mark Sanchez was fun for a little yeah, they bit. Yeah, they went to the UFC championship a couple of times. Yeah, it would probably be the Jets to well, be honest. But the Bears had the the Bears were in a Super Bowl against the Colts. Yeah, but they had Rex Grossman at quarterback against Peyton Manning. We all knew that that wasn't going to work. Yeah, but I just mean like they made us. They have. They've had the most success. I feel like that right. was literally like 2006. That was like the. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you're talking 20 a, years. Like you know, that's in there. So, uh, all right. Yeah. Anything else about the Bears? <laughs> Random question time. <laughs> They're bad. They're really yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Cardinal. Pro- again, another. This one might have been the most shocking win uh cardinals cowboys uh cardinals win do you guys think it it 
I feel like Trayvon Diggs isn't the most important piece to, to Dallas. So is his injury like part of the reason or is it something bigger? No, go back to last week. You have to look at the Cowboys had no red zone efficiency in that win. I said that that would be an issue, that they needed to look at that. Dak really hasn't had to win a game. I mean, he or I shouldn't say had to win a game. He had to win against Arizona, and he didn't. When they played the Giants week one, it was all the defense. You could argue that the defense in week two was just as impactful, and it was ultimately because Dak really didn't have – like the, the Cowboys didn't have red zone efficiency. And I – I don't know what the stat is. I think it's like one out of seven red zone of their last seven red zone trips. They've scored a touchdown. Like that's a problem. Yeah. And I it might, it might not be seven, but either way, they're not scoring where you need to score. As a Steelers fan, I can tell you, if you don't get to the red zone, you don't score. You're not going to win a whole lot of football games. So I think that that is an issue. Now they've got a whole lot of turnover with, with Pollard, but I mean, their wide receivers, we said are really good. Um, I don't know if it's an offensive line type issue, I, I'm not sure. I haven't watched a lot of the Cowboys games. All I know is that they should not have lost that game. The Cardinals, I mean, great win for them. Great, great win for, is, is their coach in his first year? Is this his yeah. first year? Mm-hmm. So that's a great win for him, obviously. And I wouldn't say the Cardinals are frisky. I think this is more, you know, maybe we were too, and America as a whole was maybe a little bit too high on the Cowboys. Yeah. Great football team, but I don't know if they're, you know, a they're top right. four team to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's fair. All right, uh, last game that we can recap. Wait, and then... wait, you didn't let me talk. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go I just on. have a question for you, Nick. Yes. Bias aside, yep. if you were starting a franchise, would you start one with Dak Prescott or Justin Herbert? Oh, I mean, Justin Herbert's better than Dak. Okay, good. That's I just wanted to hear you say. That makes me feel better about your... Uh, <laughs> but if you ask me if I'm taking Justin Herbert or Tua, I mean, obviously... I'm yeah, I know what I'm you're taking. The MVP That's why I have year. to ask you otherwise to see if you're just insane or if you're just a homer. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I just, yeah. All right. Uh, Steelers Raiders. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, not with the Steelers defense, but with the fact that you guys put up 23 points, that feel, I don't know. That feels good. Uh, no, am I not giving you hope? <laughs> no, listen, I, I think like I mentioned in the, in the intro, we had one really great drive where like you had Fryermuth getting involved in the middle of the field, which I think needs to be done more. Um, I sent out shock to no one. It, it needs to, I mean, Fryermuth has to, has to occupy midfield and he's got to get some more targets. Um, he's a great playmaker and he helps open up the offense. Uh, on that drive, you had Jalen Warren in uh, instead of Najee for most uh, of the snaps. Uh, and he's way more explosive. Anybody with eyeballs can see that, uh, that he is, he's a better player than Najee, um, more explosive, better for our offense. And then you had Pickett rolling out on bootlegs and getting him out of the pocket, moving the pocket. Um, so yeah, I, I think that there is a lot to be encouraged about. Uh, but there's also, I mean, we started, we started with like three out of four, three and outs, like, and then a 70-yard touchdown to Calvin Austin. So, like, yes, there's things to be encouraged about, but also, like, there's things to be discouraged about, how we just had drive stall at the 30, 35, 40-yard line, and uh, thank goodness we have a great kicker in Chris Boswell. Um, Yeah, defense played amazing. Uh, TJ Watt leads the whole NFL in sacks with six. He is – 
gosh, I can't say enough about TJ Watt. I just hope he stays healthy all year because he is going to break Michael Strahan's record this year. Um, and it's going to be excellent to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, in terms of the running backs, I, I did find it interesting just kind of from my naked eye, I didn't watch any highlights or anything. And I wish that I could, because I just feel, I feel like the runs that, that they draw up with Najee are very different than the ones with Jalen Warren, where it's, it's more of like a zone, a zone run, which I didn't even know existed until this year, um, where it just didn't look like there were as many holes. I mean, Jalen Warren is a little bit smaller, so maybe the holes just look bigger. Um, he does look more explosive. I agree. I just don't, I don't understand why, and I, I love the Steelers. I don't understand why we're so committed to this old school. We're going to try to run the ball down your throat approach. I mean, like I, I get it. And the, you know, all the commentators were talking, Oh, it's the, it's the Raiders and the Steelers smash mouth football, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about the seventies. Well, it's not the seventies anymore. Like look at the dolphins. I just feel <laughs> like there needs to be, and there was a little bit more creativity, but I got to send you guys a TikTok of it's hilarious of <laughs> making fun of Matt Canada's runs and his oh, schemes. It, it's bad. And duh, we need to get Muth involved. Like without George Pickens, you know, we talk about defenses watching tape and getting more tape on George Pickens. It's no surprise. He ran the exact same route like three or four times. And maybe that's not something that you can necessarily defend when you're in man. But eventually they'll just play zone and they'll have a linebacker kind of sit back and cut off that, you know, crossing over the middle. And at that point, you need to have someone like Muth, who without Deontay Johnson, like he's really our only other big option yeah. to kind of combat that. If they do, I mean, Kenny, I don't know. Kenny made a couple of good throws. And honestly, that touchdown that he threw the Muth at the end of the game was like the most swaggy he has looked all year and he needs that like he flipped it in there kind of put a little extra on it was right on the money it was fun and they need to involve that I also think Kenny realized that he can use his legs a little bit more and he doesn't just have to sit there while the pocket collapses because ultimately it is Chooks I, I could talk about this offensive line and the fact that they're not start starting um, the kid from Georgia is an absolute shame they need to um if Kenny can be mobile, I mean, you see guys like Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, like they're they're not content sitting in the pocket. I think Kenny does better when he's on the run. It makes this a little bit more dangerous because he can't use his legs. I'm not sold on this offense um, at all, but I think it's encouraging that at least we scored a touchdown and <laughs> we got more first downs. But, yeah. I mean, we have to win against the Texans. And then, you know, if we can play well against Baltimore – we could be four and one going into a bye, and we'll see what happens. But I don't know. The Raiders, Josh Jacobs. I think we see, you know, what a holdout is. They talked about it the whole, you know, whole game and the and the fact that he sat out and wasn't getting live looks, and he hasn't looked great. Devontae is a freak, but yeah. otherwise, I mean, they don't really have anyone else. They lost Darren Waller to the Giants, R.I.P. Um, <laughs> and Hunter Renfro, I mean, looked good last year, but I don't know. I don't know if Jimmy G's the guy. They're in a really tough division. And for as much crap that I gave the Steelers fans for not showing up week one, that looked like a home game in Vegas. So maybe yeah. that's where they all were this whole time. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, I don't have a ton to say. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I your offense. I mean, look, the I would love to see you pick the Steelers in a game this year, Nick. And well, you're, you're, you're taking, you're playing the Texans next week. So I will definitely pick the Steelers. Texans are hot. Uh, I know they're hot. But I'll, I'll probably pick the Steelers. 
Uh, I will say I am interested to see how much longer it takes for you guys to score more points than the Dolphins scored in one game this season. Uh, I think you guys have scored 56 points on the year. Uh, so, yeah, it's, that's all. I mean, we haven't, scored, we haven't scored over 30 or got uh, close to 400 yards in total offense in a uh, very long time. So yeah. um, that's just uh, who we are. <laughs> so. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Uh, yeah, we don't have much. That's that's it. That's what those are our games. Uh, is there any final words? I, we will have to recap Eagles, Bucks, and Rams, Bengals uh, on next week's episode with all of our other recaps, since we will not get a chance to do that. But anything else before we say bye and record the next episode for Thursday with our pickums? That's all. Bye, that's, folks. That's all. Daniel, <laughs> your face. Yeah. No. The, I don't know. Baker. This is just such a weird game. Okay. Nothing. Anyways. All right. Bye, guys.